You're listening to the All The Things Podcast, and I'm your host, Sophia Merlo. Each week, you can expect tips and tricks from beauty to business experts or from myself as I navigate life as a young woman in her 20s. Every episode is chocked full of value, tangible advice, while still sprinkling in relatable stories and keeping things real with my guests and you listening. Be sure to subscribe and tune in every Thursday so you don't miss an episode. Before we get into this episode, after a long, long break, you guys, I have one question, and that is, how is it 2022 already? In my mind, when I think last year, I still think 2019. Okay, now that I've gotten that off my chest, you guys, hello, welcome back to the show. If you've been listening to old episodes throughout our break, thank you so much. I missed having a microphone in front of me, talking to you guys, connecting one-on-one. We have a lot of exciting collab episodes and guests for this year and for this month even. But before we get into all that, I really wanted to just sit down, have a bit of a catch up, you know, just reintroduce ourselves to each other. If you're new to the podcast, hello, my name is Sophia Merlo and I am your host. You can expect new episodes every Thursday of either myself on a solo pod where I try and share as much value and wisdom as I can. Again, I am only 22 years old. I am an expert at nothing, but I know that a lot of the things I have gone through or I'm currently going through, you guys are going through the exact same thing. So this is just a reminder that we're all going through this thing called life together. We can help each other. And I hope that some of the things I spew out and I just talk about actually land and add some value to you guys. Most of the episodes, however, I do have on an expert in their related field that is always related to some sort of wellness, health, beauty, business. I like to keep things fresh. I like to have a lot of different perspectives. If you've been listening since the beginning, then you know all of this, but I just felt the need as we're reconnecting to kind of do a reintroduction of the podcast. As much as I wanted to have my comeback episode be with an amazing guest, that will be next week, stay tuned, I felt I couldn't just continue on after this long break and not address what was going on. Not that there's much tea or anything, unfortunately, I wish I had some grand story time to you guys, but realistically, I knew I wanted to take a couple breaks over the holidays, I knew I wanted to have a week or two off of not posting and then if anything maybe maybe a third week just to get back into the swing of batch recording for you guys there's so much that goes in behind the scenes of scheduling having all these guests if it's a solo pod I don't want to just sit and talk to you guys I really want to have a lot of thought and a lot of planning before even opening up my computer to record again I'm always trying to bring you guys as much value as possible However, the universe had other plans for me. So my biggest reason for having a break of about a month and a half of not posting anything was actually because my computer crashed on me. And at first it was nothing. Everything was working just fine. I hadn't dropped it, hadn't gotten any water or anything like that. And then I just started getting these funny horizontal lines on my computer And it just got worse and worse. And every time I Googled something, it was either like a really small, easy fix or a thousand dollar invasive repair. And of course, it wasn't the easy fix. 
So it was either getting my laptop fixed or buying a brand new laptop. So I had to just bite the bullet, get it fixed. But that was why. So I literally didn't have my laptop at all for a couple weeks for it being repaired. I had to get it sent off. Shout out to Simply Computing. They had to figure out what was even wrong. Then I had to get fixed. And then before I could even get it in for an appointment, I just had a laptop that didn't work. So all is good now. It is fixed. We are back in action. Collectively, let's all just take a quick hot sec of silence and just send some positive vibes to the computer gods that this doesn't happen again, or at least for the next five to 10 business years because I can't go through that again, and I do not wish this upon anyone. Laptops are truly essential just for how we work nowadays. I work partially remotely. I do literally everything on my laptop, and I'm sure you guys do as well. So that is the mystery. That is why I did not have a spiritual awakening at some resort in Costa Rica on a yoga retreat and was off the grid. I was just out of a laptop. So now that we have gotten that out of the way, you guys understand why there was such a long break. That will not happen again. My goal for this episode is to be used as a bit of a restart or a refresh, not just for the podcast, but for the year as well. My motto for this month, and you guys are welcome to take it, is February is the new January. I just felt like January, we didn't get off on our best foot, me and her. We had a little bit of a tussle. With the gyms being closed, I felt like I just really couldn't thrive. But this month, we've turned a corner, we're on a new page, and we're just really going for it. But with that being said, I definitely had a period where I felt like I was just in a slump. I wasn't really motivated. I knew I needed to get back in the gym. I was excited to go back, but at the same time, I just wanted to watch Euphoria on the couch. And then you just hit a point, at least for me, where relaxing and chilling out just doesn't feel good anymore, but you don't know how to get out of that cycle. So here are some of the things I did if you're feeling similarly and you're ready to add a little extra pep in your step, get going on some of your goals for this year, but just feel overwhelmed how to get there. Here's what I did and I think it will help you. First off, You might not want to hear it, but you need to recognize you are in a slump and you need to give yourself some tough love. There's a time and place for resting, letting your body get some just good chill time. We all need that. But there's a limit here and you have to be really honest with yourself. Are you actually in need of rest and relaxation or have you just fallen into a cycle and now you're starting to tip on the side of being lazy? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay for us to enjoy our show, have those moments of just peace and calm throughout the day, but you have to be really honest. Are you actually letting yourself have a break? Are you doing something that's bringing you joy? Or are you letting yourself having instant satisfaction in return for later regret? You know what I mean? For example, I know in the afternoon, if I didn't go to the gym that morning, 
if it was a good decision or not. Sometimes you wake up and you really, I'm not saying not to prioritize your sleep. Again, I think sleep is so, so important and it's gonna become an even more trendy topic in the wellness space. But there are some times when you wanna hit your alarm that you need to force yourself to get up. This is just a figure of speech, whatever that is for you, hitting your alarm and snoozing. And for me, I always know if I'm, I'm just using this example, if I let myself sleep in, but it was a day that I really could have gone to the gym or just gotten up and done some work. Around like two o'clock, I'll just feel so lazy and gross and regret that decision that I didn't get up and get some things off my to-do list early in the day versus another time where I'll feel really refreshed and glad I got that extra sleep. So you need to recognize if you're in a slump versus needing relaxation restoration, and rest. The next thing I did to try and get myself out of this funk, out of the slump, was I started to set a timer, and I actually do this quite often, and I've been doing this since high school. I find it really effective. I forget what it's called. I think there's an actual term for it. This is literally just something I would do when I was really busy competitively dancing and juggling school and extracurricular activities and working out and trying to fit everything in. So setting a timer to complete a task. So maybe it's, again, I'm speaking to myself here, you have a huge pile of clean clothes on a chair, on a desk that has just been sitting there for a little too long. She's overstaying her welcome. Literally set a timer for five to 10 minutes and just get as much as you can done And I'm sure you'll finish whatever that task is. Or if you're still not complete, maybe it's doing the dishes, cleaning up a little bit. At that point, since you've been doing it for five to 10 minutes, it's not as overwhelming anymore. And you can actually just get into the groove of tidying up, cleaning up. Again, whatever that looks like for you. For me, it normally is folding and putting away my clean clothes but setting a timer to do these tasks. It's also great if you're at a slump creatively or at work, setting a quick timer to send out emails. If you're cold emailing people, if you haven't sent texts back to your friends because you've been anxious, because you're in a slump, all these things, literally pick three to five things on your to-do list and set a timer for each of them. It doesn't have to be all in the same day. But as you're working out of this funk situation, really just giving yourself a set time to get these things done, I can guarantee you, you'll start feeling less anxious and you'll start feeling the urge to be more productive and more motivated to get other bigger tasks done. The next thing I'll do if I find myself in a bit of a funk is to plan something to look forward to, but that I also can't cancel. We've all been there before. You make plans, you get really excited, and then the day of, you just have this dread and you look for an excuse to get out of it. No, you're not going to let yourself do that this time. So whether it's something low energy, something like going to the movies, even if it's by yourself, just something that you are looking forward to, it doesn't bring you anxiety But again, you can't cancel. So it's something that you have to make an appointment to go to. Maybe it's getting your nails done or that you have to buy a ticket to. Again, going to the movies is a great option. It's chill. It's relaxing. But you're still 
getting out of the house, you're still being social without having to put a ton of pressure on yourself to make conversation if you're just not in the right headspace still. But something, again, low stakes, but it brings you joy. It adds something in your schedule. You require some planning and you can't cancel it. The day that I don't recommend going for a walk in any type of episode will probably be my last episode because I just can't find a situation where going for a walk doesn't help. For at least 20 minutes, just getting outside, being in nature, moving your body a little bit, I just can't stress enough. It helps reduce cortisol, it helps eliminate anxiety, and if you're in a funk, A lot of the time, you can also just become really isolated, whether you're intending to or not. And even if you're by yourself, getting outside, you just, you think more clearly, problems just become a bit more put in perspective, and you just feel, again, that refreshed calmness after going for a walk. So if you're in a funk, I can't ask you enough to go out and go for a walk. Even if it's raining, grab your umbrella, grab some waterproof boots, and get out there. My fifth tip for getting out of a funk is re-establishing and evaluating your routine. Oftentimes for myself, when I find myself in a funk, it's because I've been on vacation. A lot of the times it was when I finished finals for school and then I had a couple weeks to relax. And the first week was always great. You're dead tired after exams and you all you want to do is just relax and have fun. And that's great. But then afterwards you start getting into a bad sleep schedule. For me, I just thrive when I'm in a routine And as soon as I get off of that for longer than a week, no matter what I'm doing, I just find myself feeling off. So I would take a really good look at what your routine looks like. If that's staying up really late on TikTok or watching TV, that might be something to switch up a little bit. Try and reduce your screen time at night by half an hour, an hour, replace it with reading, or If you're just living your day-to-day life and you still feel yourself in a funk, still reevaluate your routine. Are you getting up in the morning and just going straight to work, like quick brush your teeth, get changed, get in the car and go? Or could you get up 10 minutes earlier and find some time to do a gratitude journal or to listen to a meditation? On your drive or on your way to work, are you listening to the news or are you listening to some type of content that brings you joy and puts you in a better mindset? It's all these little shifts that we can make throughout the day that add up in the long run and really make a big impact on our well-being and our health physically and mentally. So I encourage you to have a strong look at your routine and see where you can make some switches that positively impact you. Other tangible quick fire things for getting out of a funk, these are things I always go back to and that's refocusing on my water consumption. I have a huge ass water bottle and if I'm slacking on that, I'll make a conscious effort to get back in the routine of finishing my water bottle every day. I know it sounds super simple, but again, it's a small goal that I have to achieve every day and it gives me some like just something to work towards in a day to, again, get that motivation back up, Uh, getting back on a skincare routine. Sometimes I find if I'm feeling off, 
I'll stop doing my skincare or as rigorous of a routine. And skincare is something I truly love. So that's a really big indicator for me that I'm in a slump if I stop having interest in things I'm passionate about and things I love. On a similar note, I find putting on a really cute outfit, doing my hair, doing my makeup also helps put me out of a slump. I love a good sweatsuit as much as anyone else, probably more than anyone else in the seventh grade. Our school photographer actually called me sweatpant girl. Now I am a material girl, just so everyone knows. But because I wore sweatpants on every day, he took some type of class photo. Again, I was just going through a wannabe breakdancer phase and thought that was the fashion, that was the look. But again, if you're in sweatsuits every single day, maybe you're working from home or you're just in a slump and you also haven't changed that sweatshirt, girl, it's time to up your makeup routine, put on that cute outfit, walk at 0.4 speed, whatever that TikTok is. Again, when you look good, you feel good. So amp it up for a day or two. And finally, if you're in a slump and you don't know how to get out of it, none of these tips resonate with you. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. You can DM me. We can chat on Instagram or you can send me an email. Reach out to your friends, your family, or to a therapist if you think you have some more things going on than just being in a slump and some things that you really need to tackle. Do not be afraid to ask for help and let people know how you're feeling, especially if you're struggling. I really hope that at least some of these tips resonated with you guys and help you if you're in a slump right now and wanting to get back in the grind of things. Again, February is the new January. This is the start of the new year. We're in 2022. Things are looking up. Days are getting longer. Let's hit the ground running and give it our best shot. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast since the start. Everyone who continued to listen throughout the break. I, of course, kept tabs on our staff. And you guys, we were popping off. Not to be tooting my own horn at all, but I really expected things to take a huge dip since there was no episodes. But our community is growing, and the best way to keep it growing is to share episodes with people who you think can also get value out of it. So if this episode resonated with you, Share it with someone you love and hopefully it will help them as well. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. Spotify now has review for podcasts, so don't be afraid to leave a comment on there. I would be so appreciative if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. That seriously helps us grow so much just by leaving a quick review, giving us five stars. If you feel like it, we would love it. And to everyone new to the podcast this episode and this year, welcome. Thank you for being here. We're so glad you're here. You can find us everywhere at All The Things The Pod on Instagram. You can send us an email at allthethingstheblog at gmail.com. We have a website, allthethingstheblog.com. New episodes every Thursday. Next week, we have a really exciting guest. She is an influencer here in Vancouver, and she is all about growing a community, empowering women, empowering others. So be sure that you guys subscribe so you don't miss when that new episode hits. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.